This is Northland Outdoors Radio. All right, it is Northland Outdoors Radio. What a perfect song for this segment that we're about to do here on the radio show. I'm Brett T-Bone Amundsen. Uh, once again, Brian Peterson is in the studio with us, along with Tim Bogenschutz. Uh, Tim, welcome back to the radio show, by the way. Thank you. This bike that you guys had, this is a fat bike, and it was uh, the same type of one that we had the chance to ride when we were in, in Louisville at ATA, right, Tim? Yep, yep. It's, uh, it's an assist, it's electric assist. Uh, it's got a motor on it, and, uh, you know, it's a little bit heavier than a fat bike, Uh but it's really interesting. You just get on it, and you start to pedal it, and then you, you once you hit that assist, it's like it just kind of zooms off. And uh, so we had a chance to test this thing out this weekend, and uh, it was kind of interesting to see how it performed on ice and going up hills and pulling stuff. And uh, anyway, we'll talk about that as we go here. Yeah, what kind of bike was it? It's a Rambo. It's uh, they're built right here in Minnesota. Uh, it's uh, their offices are in uh, Apple Valley. Okay, and uh, <laughs> I remember you taking it for a little cruise in the uh, at, at ATA. We were indoors, unfortunately, for that one, which which is too bad because you had to watch out for walls. <laughs> <laughs> we did fine. <laughs> we did do pretty good. So it's a it's a motor assist. And it's actually legal to take this in non motorized vehicle areas where a lot of people hunt, like on on public land. Public land. This would be legal, Brian. Yes, it is. It's a 48 volt, 750 watt uh, motor, completely, you can't hear it at all. Very silent, uh, actually not very big. It's maybe 10 pounds, if I were to guess. Uh, you hardly even know it's there, and, uh, but I'm glad it was there a few times, come climbing up the, uh, the icy bank just off of a lake. Well, I want to ask you about that because you actually, you guys had the chance to test, test one out and take it out and put it through its paces. You actually what, hooked up uh, a sled or a trailer, or you hooked something up behind it? Yes, we hooked up a, one of the accessories is a wheel cart. We hooked up that and, and uh, towed uh, some luggage uh, behind it, and we also uh, hooked up a one-man uh, flip-up ice house in its sled and uh, tooled around on that as well. Now, the, the accessories, the cart, that's something that Rambo makes as something you can get? Yes. Or that was, okay. yep. They make a, the, the cart. They also make a bow-slash-gun rack that uh, uh, sits on top of the rear wheel. And there's also a, 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 a horizontal rack uh, that comes with saddlebags. Oh, sure. So you can get all outfitted and... It'll carry a lot of stuff. And as far as hooking up, uh, like a, the portable, the flip over uh, ice fishing house that you hooked up and tooled around with, was that what? How did that connect to the bike? It just there's a, a rope that's with the house um, that you hook up with behind your snowmobile or whatever the case may be, or just drag across the ice. And we just hooked that to the rack. Oh, okay. The interesting part about this was where we were at. It was so slippery that you know if you weren't paying attention, you could probably fall down. But as he went down the ramp onto the lake, the sled behind him started to slide beside him. Sure. Now, what significance that has is simple. It, those tires on that fat bike slide held out. held its own. They did not slide one one bit, not no, once. No, not once, either climbing or going down the hill with that sled chasing after me. I had no problems at all, and I wasn't even concerned because that's what fat, the, the fat tires do. So, so Tim, you're standing on, on this... Uh 
lake access. Brian, you took the boat ramp down onto the lake and cruising around. First of all, how deep was the snow that you were able to take through it? Well, we went to a couple different places. We went to one place that the snow was very deep, um, and a, a regular fat bike would not have made it. But once this thing shifted into gear, it's got nine levels. Uh, I probably only went up to three or four, but it, it, it easily got me through the, the snow that was there. Then we went to a lake access, and it was mostly just ice. There wasn't a whole lot of snow. Once I got on the lake, there was about an inch of snow. And Tim, you're standing on, we're talking about Rambo fat bikes, by the way. It's uh, got an electric motor, motor assist uh, bike. Tim, you're standing on the top of this access, this boat ramp, and it's sheer ice. Yes. And you're, you're like clinging on for dear life. You're doing the old <laughs> cartoon where you're, where you're running in place because you can't get any tracks and your just legs are going everywhere. <laughs> and, and Brian went up this thing with the bike, no problem. What was interesting is as he came off the, off the lake, he's pedaling. And he's pulling, he's pulling the, uh, the one-man fish house, and he's going at a certain speed. And when he hit that ramp, he hit the assist, and he actually accelerated up that, that slippery blank, yeah, the bank, I should say. And uh, really, I was impressed with the fact that you, I don't think I ever saw your tire spin once anywhere. I, I felt a little bit at places, but you just back off the, the, uh, the throttle a little bit. I was using a throttle to go up the hill. You can either do one of two things. You can do the automatic assist, or you can use a thr uh, the throttle that's right by the gear shift. It actually looks like a gear shift. And, and, whoop, that's the wrong Queen song. We're going to be able to hear or read about this in uh, the new issue of Northland Outdoors magazine? Right. That'll be coming out in March. Uh, we'll be doing um, a big piece on fat biking, and that will go along with it. And uh, can we see or read anything about it on, uh, on our website? As of now, no. We'll be putting videos up shortly, but right now there's nothing. Um, we do have stories on fat bike racing and fat biking in general, and this will be added to the mix. There you go. Perfect. I knew we had a bunch of fat bike stuff up there. I couldn't remember how much it was. Uh, you can subscribe to that magazine today at northlandoutdoors.com for free, by the way. So it'll cost you nothing, absolutely nothing, and you're getting uh, something way more valuable in return. Priceless. I can't put a value on it. Get it now. The new Northland Outdoors magazine at northlandoutdoors.com. Tim Bogan shoots Brian Peterson. Thank you very much. Thanks, Brett. Thanks. This is Northland Outdoors Radio. Back in January, we were at SHOT Show in Las Vegas taking a look at all the new products. Some waterfowl gear was on display, and we had to stop. Chelsea Pettit is with us on Northland Outdoors Radio, and I, I wanted to talk to you first of all because we were walking by in the final approach decoys here, and there was a widgeon that literally jumped out of the <laughs> off the wall at yes. me. Uh, they look a little bit different this year. They do. Um, every single decoy that we have has gone under a revision on the paint schemes on them, so we're hoping that this year they're a lot more realistic looking, and they'll help bring birds in. So new new paint scheme on, on the obviously we're talking about the floaters over there the ducks but you've got uh, obviously the full body Canada's the sleeper the shells and the full body mallards so there's new paint for everything new paint on absolutely every skew that we have um, we actually added in a flocked head too on our full body mallard so that's new for this year. Okay, why the change, or did you, is it just time to kind of change things up a little bit? Yes, it's definitely time to, um, you know, refresh the, the brand, um, make sure we're staying um, competitive with everyone else in top of the line. Well, we're talking about new stuff for 2016 here with the uh, final approach. you got some blind bags here, too. What's new with the blind bags? 
Oh, we're um, working very hard on making sure that these are top quality. Um, we're adding 900 denier material to everything that's going to have a PVC backing, which is going to make that bag waterproof and um, very rugged, very, very rugged. And they also have trays on the bottom of them as well. So you can throw in your boat in the mud and you can just wipe that tray off and you're not having to worry about your, your stuff getting wet. Waterproof is good. It gets a little wet out there. <laughs> yes, definitely. Definitely want waterproof. All right, got a layout blind hanging on the wall over here, too. There was uh, one, one change to that this year? Yes, we're just the only change we made this year is changing the frames over to black, so that way you stay a little more concealed. And uh, any other changes coming on the horizon? There is going to be a lot of new products coming out for FA in um, 2017. Lots of stuff to be watching for. All right, you can't give us a little sneak peek, a little uh, little teaser of what, what people might get to get to see next year? Well, there definitely is going to be some rigging going on. So that's, that's something that you can expect to see pronto. <laughs> okay, we're talking waterfall here. And people are going to walk up to you and say, wait a minute, you're a waterfall hunter? <laughs> and we were talking off the air. You said waterfall is kind of what you're most passionate about. Yes. Yes, it is. Um, it's actually not something you see a lot of women in. Um, it's a growing industry for sure for women. And um, But you get to shoot your gun a lot. And that's yeah. what I, I, I love shooting. And so whenever you're waterfowl hunting, you get, you get to shoot a lot more than when you're deer hunting or turkey hunting. It's a lot, a lot more action. <laughs> it's a blast. I absolutely love doing it. How did you get involved in it? Actually, just growing up, um, my father was a hunter, and I have been doing it since I was about nine years old. What was the first duck you shot? It was a mallard. It was definitely a mallard. Uh, <laughs> you, uh, are, you, are you getting more into the Canada goose side of things, or do you still like living in the duck world? Um, actually, my favorite is snow geese. Snow geese are my yes. favorite to hunt. There's nothing like it. And whenever you have a funnel coming in, I mean, it's my it's mind blowing. Um, that those that's my favorite for sure. See, that's what I've been telling everybody. I was just going to tell Greg, he just walked away from me, but they haven't done a whole lot of snow goose hunting. And oh. I grew up duck hunting, and, and I like shooting Canada geese. I've always liked ducks better, but snow geese are really what I like to chase more yes. than anything now. Yes, that's definitely an experience that you, you must you must do. Now you're down, you're in Missouri, now you're down in Mississippi. You get a, especially in that Missouri area, you get a few snow geese rolling through there. Oh, definitely. In the spring, it is crazy. There's a massive amount of birds that go right through Missouri. I know a lot of guys come down. I've, I've been down in Arkansas hunting them down there, and I've, I've got the invite to go to Missouri this year. I might do it. Uh, in in uh, the Dakotas, where we spend a lot of time hunting, and even in Minnesota, you, you don't shoot too many in Minnesota, but it's basically wide open, uh, e-collars, no plugs, oh, no definitely. limits, no possession limits. Is it, is it like that down there in Missouri, too, in the spring? Oh, definitely, yes. Um, I have an extended mag that I throw on my shotgun, yeah. It'll, <laughs> and um, you use collars. It's There's no no limits. You just just yeah. keep on <laughs> shooting them. It's, it's so much fun. Quickly becoming my favorite thing to do. <laughs> All right, well, uh, Chelsea Pettit, uh, final approach. Appreciate the time here on the radio show. Thank you so much. Also, my thanks to Tim, Brian, and Greg, and Becca from the Northland Outdoor staff, Jared Olson from the Eel Pout Festival, and Jamie Dittman from What's Up Outdoors. Thank you for listening. Next week, we might just be coming to you from a big perch fishery in North Dakota. Can you guess what it is? You'll have to listen in to find out more. If you missed any part of the show, you can podcast it at northlandoutdoors.com. I'm Brett T-Bone Amundsen. Make sure you take some time to spend some time in the outdoors this week. It's true, Lewis, what you said. There's something in the woods and the water that we have lost in the city. We didn't lose it. We sold it.
Northland Outdoors Radio is a division of Forum Communications Company and broadcasts across the Northland on the Northland Outdoors Radio Network. If you have a story that we should talk about, let us know at northlandoutdoors.com.